CJSW 90.9 FM and CMRU Radio in Calgary. Tonight. Actually, I think it was a Wednesday night. Yes, right. <laughs> That's right. It was a Tuesday. No, it was no, it was a Tuesday night. Because he had tacos for supper. <laughs> That's but, too good. But they were scary tacos. <laughs> Yeah. 
I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, Kainai, Siksika, and Begani First Nations, the Sutina Nation, and the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, Bearspaw, and Wesley First Nations. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Good evening. It's almost Halloween. You're tuned into CJSW 90.9 FM. This is Treaty Nation music. And for this month, this Halloween month, we have a special for you. We had a band come in from Sixica Nation, Timberfang, and that comprises of Jaren's Sitting Eagle, Justin Wolfleg, and Lyle Breaker. Uh, and they sh- all shared with us some stories, um, some scary stories for us. So enjoy uh, this episode of Treaty Nation Music. So my uncle Agar um, used to work on the Six Guy Nation, where we're from, and um, he was a officer for the Six Guy Tribal Police out there, and he he was kind of doing his, his rounds. And um, just a little side note: one time, my cousins and I we we found his little log, and there was some pretty weird stuff going on on the reserve. And can can I say? S words. Oh yeah. If I let them slip now and then. Okay. Well, if I let them slip. Okay. Anyway, some there was some pretty weird shit on the reserve, and we found his log book, and um, must have been about the early '80s or so, and um, we're looking through there, and you could like there was even like cattle mutilations and like stuff like that, <laughs> and there was also UFO sightings documented in this log book. Oh, I heard of it. And. They all kind of happened within the same kind of time frame. This is like early 80s, late 70s. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, that was a little side note, but... Where were these sightings? Uh, the, these, uh, supposedly they're on the east, far east end of the reserve there, kind of closer to Bizano, around the Bizano Dam. Oh. Yeah, so... And um, just in general, there's a lot of really weird stuff that goes on out there, just... Uh, I don't know, just... Around the medicine wheel? Um, uh, yeah, in that general area, I think. Yeah, kind of more north from there. But anyway, he was, uh, he used to be a police officer for the tribal police when we had our own police, and, um, he was driving home one night, and he kind of just noticed on his, like, outside his window, there was, like, a dog running, and it was keeping pace with his vehicle. And, um, so... He kind of looked and he was like, hey, that's kind of weird. There's a dog, like, I'm flying down this back road and there's a dog running at the same speed of my vehicle. So he kind of looked, kind of got a better look, and he, the dog looked up at him and it had, like, a human face. And he, uh, I don't know what happened exactly after that, but long story short, I apparently he got really sick after that. Oh, um, really? He got, like, really sick, and that's, it's not the first or the last time that that was seen around six ago. Like, it's kind of a, 
I don't want to say a common thing, but it's kind of a thing out there. Uh, an, like an animal with a human face. Yeah, like a dog with a human face. And it walks around at night? Um, I, I guess. Like, um, I'm, I'm sure, to, like, I've heard that there is more sightings of it, but this is the one sighting that I heard of. Ah. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of kind of creepy. That is really creepy. Yeah. My, yeah, my dad actually kind of, I think he saw a cougar with a strange face uh, one time walking around having a hike. I don't know where it was, but I think it was, it was around the river anyways, but... Yeah, he, he's, he thought he saw a cougar, but it had a really eerie face. I don't know if it was a human face, but mm. it was right freaked out. Yeah, I kind of chalk it up to, like, just a lot of older things, a lot of older energies and like stuff like that that people don't understand. Really? Do you know much about, do you know much about that to provide an understanding? I know enough to not say anything. Yeah. I'll just keep stuff under my hat right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that totally makes sense. Yes, there's there's some crazy things that go around there. And hear about Bigfoot a lot actually. Mm-hmm. Uh do you know much about Bigfoot? I know there um there's been sightings like uh, foot footprints and stuff like that. And there's been actually a lady on the reserve who actually feeds the Bigfoot, goes out and gives them offerings and stuff. And there's even old, old stories in the <clears throat> the Washington area, down on the east end of the reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, my great great grandmother, or my great grandmother, would uh, tell my dad and his cousins, his siblings, that uh, at a certain time of the year, these tall people come down from the mountains and they pass through along the river and stuff like that so that's it's kind of been around wow well that's 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 all too creepy yeah (laughs) tall people walking around the rivers justin's actually got a pretty creepy story that he just brought to my attention recently so really what story is that about the time i drink with a ghost oh so, a friend of mine, we were at our jam space with having a few, well, more than a few. And uh, we were just hanging out, decided to go outside to have a cigarette in his truck, but we left the alcohol inside. And so we were sitting down in his truck, just BSing, whatever. And we decided that we're gonna go back to his house. And so I go inside and uh, grab the rest of the alcohol go back outside and I, I noticed there was a guy sitting in the truck in the passenger seat and I didn't think anything of it because they, they were talking to each other so I thought my friend knew him and I hopped in the back and yeah we were just cruising around drinking the weird thing though is that the bottle that we had it was halfway and uh, it wouldn't go down it was just stuck at like halfway oh my gosh so anyways we go back to his house and uh i passed out and uh next day i was asking him about it and he said uh after i went to sleep him and that that person went out 
cruising around and uh, they were drinking that same bottle that wouldn't go down. And that uh, he said uh, when he got back, he got uh, out of his vehicle, but that guy stayed in his vehicle and just kind of disappeared. That's that yeah, is that was... so trippy. A bottle that never ends. That sounds like a like. It sounds like a good time. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <laughs> but at the cost of your soul. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, apparently, like um, going back to the reserve, having a lot of weird things. Apparently, when the bars were open, like when the when the six we got people were able to kind of cross into town like Clooney and Gleeson to drink in the bars it, um, there was like this big influx of weird paranormal sling things going on oh. and then there's the good old sighting of you know the a demonic entity oh, a demonic entity <laughs> in, in, in the bar and uh it's in it's a, it's in the bar. That's yeah, there, there, there's a there's an old bar in Gleeson. I might as well segue into another story. Oh, well, um, anyway, so uh, I, I I won't bring any names or anything into it. It's just this somebody told me once that they're in this bar in the Gleeson bar, and uh, it's kind of pretty packed. It was kind of bumping that night, and the um, um, this this woman came in. Nobody knew who she was, but uh, it was kind of loud, and uh, so she sat, and she was buying everybody drinks, and kind of sitting there, and kind of having a good time, but every time they'd ask her name, she would kind of just brush it off, and wouldn't say anything, so they kind of found it weird that, you know, nobody knew her, but then she, she was telling the people that she was with that she wanted to party that night, so... The, they went to the bar and they got <clears throat> they got a bunch of booze and they brought it outside and uh, put it in the vehicle and that um, was like a, I think like a flat of beer and the person who told me this story said that they bought their own booze and put it in the vehicle along with this woman this mysterious woman's um, alcohol uh, well a, fat, a flat of beer and like another case of beer so they went in went back in and um, kind of carried on with their evening so this mysterious lady gets up to use the washroom and she goes and um, the person who told me the story kind of noticed well no, I gotta use the bathroom too so we'll go to the bathroom and her and a friend of hers went in and uh, so they seen this woman go in they went in and uh, they went in sat down and then Apparently they looked under and they could see like hooves and like a tail kind of mm. flipping around. So they notified each other and they kind of both seen it and they ran out. They're scared and um, they're waiting for that woman to kind of come out and she didn't, she didn't come out and somebody went in to check and there was nobody in there. And um, so they all went kind of the night wore down and they're all kind of freaked out. They went out to the vehicle and I guess all the booze that that mysterious person bought, those are like all empty cans. Oh. Except for the one case of beer that was bought by the person who told the story. Um, I guess there was like dogs barking, going crazy around and 
Yeah, you could hear them almost like they're chasing something. Go through what's called the Happy Valley. <laughs> directly across from Gleeson there. And oh my yeah. goodness. The scariest part was all those empties were just like <laughs> lucky extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Do we, do we have time for one more? Oh yeah, that, that was, that was that's, that's pretty scary. Who's in a tail? So like, Who's in a tail my dad yet? my dad talks about that one, and actually I've heard of, well he doesn't talk about it, but he he, he kind of sneers at it for some reason because it's a devil thing. Mm. But I've heard about that that devil that who's in the tail, like from a lot from a lot of people uh, from the reserve. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like there's it's something there, right? Kind yeah. of a common thing, eh? Yeah, I've heard yeah. similar stories too from my uh, mom and uncles. Yeah. Yeah. And I've even heard it like in different areas, like different reserves, yeah, different yeah. towns and Down stuff. Down in the Bloods, I've heard similar stories. Yeah, I, th I think that place is called Queen's Hotel. Down yeah. There? yeah. Yeah. Down in the Bloods. Of that exact kind of thing, hey? Yeah. I tried to walk in there when I was 17 and I got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> not happen. <laughs> oh, you must have looked just like a young one. Yeah. <laughs> Tip squeak. Now I'm just old and busted. <laughs> not a yeah, you got one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Uh, yeah. I, this is not really, like, all these stories we're, we're sharing, are like, this one's kind of more on the urban legend side. I've, I've heard it from a friend kind of deal. And it starts Get off. From a friend, yeah. You're listening to Z Rock. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, so this the, this whole story starts off with these two white guys, and they're going on this big long trip, and they're kind of in unfamiliar territory, and their truck breaks down, and this is before cell phones and all that. So they're just like, okay, well, what do we do now? We got to find the nearest house. And we have no idea where we are, but we just... And they broke down in this, this area where there's, like, trees on either side of the road. So they're like, damn, what do we do? So they... they, they I hate to keep uh, bringing in drinking, but we come from a lot of trauma. Like, here in the Timberfang camp. But, uh... Anyways, they, they grab their beer out of the truck. And they're, they're like, walking through these trees. And they hear this music, and they're like, well... Let's just keep going there. There must be a house there. And sure enough, long and behold, after a little trek through the woods, they see some light. And they get close to this house, and they're like... And Buddy answers the door, and it's a native guy. And, like, there's a bit of a party going on inside. And there's something off about the guy who answered the door, but they couldn't put their finger on it. But this guy was very welcoming, and he's like, yeah, sure, come on in, guys. We're, we're having a party here. You know, just make yourself at home. And they're like, uh, this guy's kind of giving some, getting some vibes off this guy. But they, they had no other choice. So they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. We'll come in. Actually, we have some beer. Like, you guys can have it, too. And they're like, sure, man. Just make yourself at home. And now they're just trying to figure out an exit plan because they had this uneasy feeling in that house. So they're telling that guy, hey, man, um, we've been on the road a long time. Uh, did you have, like, a, a room we could pass out in? And um, the guy's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, just go down the hall there, and uh, there's, there should be a room at the end of the hall. Uh, and uh, just uh, make yourself at home. I'll wake you up in the morning. Mm. So these guys go down to that room, lay down, and just, like, 
they're just thinking like, oh, what a night. Thank God. Like, we'll, we'll figure out the truck in the morning. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of here. But for now, let's just get some rest. So they go to sleep. And they, they had a tough time sleeping. That party's still going on outside the door. But eventually, they do fall asleep. And when they wake up, the first thing that one guy sees is, you know, when you're looking through a a window in the morning when there's like rays of sun coming through and you can see all the little dust particles kind of floating through. That's the first thing the guy sees and he's just kind of just staring at it. But something's off. And then he notices the window's like all broken. Whereas the night before, it was a perfectly good window. And then they start looking at their environment that's around them. And they were in a like completely furnished room the night before. But now they look around and they find that they're sleeping on just like a mattress that's just like springs. It's all gone. The whole room around them is just like torn apart, graffiti. And like there's beer cans in that room, but they look like they've been sitting there for years. There's like dust all over them. Now they're starting to get freaked out. They're starting to get panicked. They start running around the house, and the whole house looks like this. This is an abandoned house. There's no one there. So they look at each other, and they're like, dude, let's get the hell out of here. So they just start booking it through the trees. Their, their feet are just, like, crushing up the dirty leaves. It's like fall, the dirty leaves, <laughs> the fallen leaves. It's like fall time. But you ever get that feeling, like, where someone's looking at you, and, like, you look like across the mall and if you're native it's another native looking at you <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have this radar but they they had that feeling and like the hairs on their neck are standing up and they look back and sure enough that guy's in the top floor of the house going hey boys you guys come back you forgot something it's post time <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> But yeah, the, don't go back there. That's a ghost. <laughs> no post time birthday. Post time oh. ghost. <laughs> that sounds absolutely yeah. It's just like things aging around you, and just waking up to something like that it makes you feel like you're you've been in a coma for years. Yeah, That's, uh, that it would be a shock to the senses. I don't even know where I heard the story. I think uh, we used to have these like bring your own special nights. At my cousin Norvin's and we just all sit around and like uh, tell scary stories and oh, yeah this is the one the ones I remember and it just stuck with me oh, yeah. oh that's so cool yeah <laughs> so you have a lot of stories in your head uh, that's the only one I can remember right now <laughs> but, yeah. oh that's really it's, I'm so glad you can share it and and that's such a cool thing to do to just sit down and tell scary stories maybe around candlelight or anything like that. <laughs> I hope you guys do uh, try that this Halloween season. Uh, thank you so much, Timber Fang. You're very well. Thank you. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for having us. Yeah, Lyle. It was a good time. Justin. Jarrett. Great having you. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween, everyone. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to move into some new stuff here. Keep going. This one's called Red Moon Rising. This is one of our new ones. Oh, and you can download the song on Bandcamp. It's our very first single. Yeah, go to Bandcamp, search up Red Moon. It's right there. You can also go on our Facebook, Instagram. There's links. 
tons of way to get timber fang tunes here. The songs that you heard during the show were Red Moon Rising and a brand new song called Matt Damon, as performed by Timberfang. You can catch Timberfang December 13th at Vern's. Keep posted to their Facebook page as well as their Instagram page for more updates. 
Treaty Nation Music is produced by Grace Heavyrunner with Hannah Meniguns and Spencer Burgess. From all of us from Treaty Nation Music, Happy Halloween! <laughs>